So welcome everyone to Copy in an Interview. I'm Jacqueline Pena and I'm here today with Eva Venari, who's the founder of the Elevate Institute, a very interesting place, space, but I'll let her talk about that. Eva, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. I love the word elevate and um, I'm going to just turn it over to you. Tell us a little bit about your institute because there's so much that you do there that I think is helpful for me at a personal level, but for a lot of our listeners. Yeah. So I'm a holistic health practitioner and oftentimes we go to the doctor and this is my story too, where we're told there's nothing wrong with you. You're within normal range. Uh, It's all in your head. You should go see a shrink. And really there's more to it than that. And and this was just after 16 years of me searching for a natural solution, I found something that worked for me to reverse it. And I went from being a person who was unproductive in society, had chronic fatigue, anxiety, insomnia, depression, fibromyalgia, you know, all of these things that doctors say there's no cure for. Um, I found a way out of it. And now I help others do it with, you know, what I offer as a mineral balancing specialist. So I work with people who were like me as a, I, I say, I'm a previously sick corporate ladder climber. <laughs> Good <laughs> word. Yeah, I mean, just being in corporate can make a person feel a little bit crazy and out of their element. And we need to be at our best. And so if we don't have support at the corporation level, um, you have an entire society dependent upon commerce. If they're not at their best, then I don't know where we're going to end up. So I'm here to support them and, and get them out of burnout and without having to use drugs and without having to use trendy fads, uh, weird diets that don't make sense and aren't, aren't productive. So that's the Elevate Institute. Now, I, I want to jump into burnout. Burnout is real. Let's yeah. talk about that. Oh, yeah. And and I've experienced it. And I know a lot of people have experienced it or might be about to go into that burnout mode, but not realizing. What can you tell us about that? aspect of life right now. Yeah, it's truly amazing what we get used to. Um, you know, we're very adaptive. Human beings are wonderful that way, but it's to our own detriment because burnout happens so very slowly. It's incremental. It's you know, We draw a line and go, well, it's okay if I don't make the volleyball on Saturday like I normally do because I'm really tired and I'd like to sleep in. Oh, it's okay if I don't go out with my friends this time. I'll go next time. And next thing you know, you're isolated more so than COVID ever thought of. You know, it's like we, we do this to ourselves. And we get into this place where you don't even know you're burnt out. You just know you're tired and it's tunnel vision. Things are feeling bad in your body. Then we want to overcome it with self-medication. And that can be fun music, get up and dance and push ourselves even harder, you know, or it could be all the way to, it's prolific, the use of personal self, you know, a drug. We're talking about marijuana. We're talking about, um, Gosh, uh, speed. Speed is used under a different name these days, and I, I'm dating myself. Um, but anyways, uppers. <laughs> yeah, uppers. I mean, you know, it's got a ton of names to it. But um, there are a ton of people who are self-medicating, and they feel like they have no other choice. And I'm I'm here to say you can you can have a choice. You just need to know about it. Mm-hmm. And as as you were talking, I was uh, thinking about different instances of burnout, whether it's myself or other people I'm thinking of. And the fact that we go into this guilty uh, feeling, so we're, we're, we're burned out, so we're not going to the volleyball game, and then we feel guilty because we didn't go to the volleyball game, and yeah. then we feel even worse, and then we try to work more to make more time to go do something, and then we end up being too tired to go to the next event. And then it's this vicious cycle of, of exhaustion and guilt and all kinds of things. 
Oh yeah. And that messes with you too, because just like fear, guilt messes with your immune system. Now your immune system is lowered and compromised, and now you're subject to what everybody else is getting. And we've forgotten that there's more than just COVID we can become sick with. <laughs> so there, you know, you can get a cold, you can get a seasonal cold, you can get another flu, you can get um, problems, you know, the immune system is the foundation of being able to keep cancer cells from clumping in our body. So every time our bodies are, are you know, busy trying to kill off some other bacteria or virus, uh, we forget that, that there's no attention being put on, on the cancer cells that we all have. And so we need the immune system to be at, at top uh, fighting in, in order to overcome our everyday. And, and we have such a beautiful lifestyle that we could step into, but for the sake of convenience, we're compromising our immune system. And that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> <laughs> And as you were saying, I'm thinking there's no test to know if my immune system is up to par. Uh, in reality, there's a blood test to see if I have anemia or something else, but we don't have anything to really look at our own immune system. We have to look at ourselves and how we're living. Well, that's part of it. So this is this is the part that I'm educating on is with the test that I do, you can see what's going on with the immune system. Oh, oh yeah. tell me more. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, there's more. Yeah. <laughs> No, we're, there, there's a relate. we're made of, and this is what I, I use the term stardust, we're, we come from the earth, we're made up of all the things that the solar system is made up as well. And so there's an ideal set of minerals and vitamins that a body is supposed to be made up of. And guess where we're supposed to get these great minerals from? Our food. But our food's been so compromised, especially over the years, big pharma, um, big farms, both of them together, anytime you're putting a chemical or a non-food in the body, it has to overcome it. And then you're malnourished. And so all of these things that are considered old age problems, I became sick at the age of 20, was told I had scarlet fever and I did have it. I had scarlet fever, autoimmune disorder, Epstein-Barr, you name it, the problems. I was told I was infertile by the age of 23. Yeah, I went through perimenopause at 28. I, I was told I was going to be in a wheelchair by the age of 35. So, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a... it, it's crazy, right? It's it's malnourishment, and so even you putting food in your mouth, even the organic food is not the nutrient density that it used to be. And in order to get the amount of food you need, we we would be much bigger because we just can't simply we, we can't digest it all. So what do you do? It's no longer a question of if you should supplement it's with what and how much. And so I take all the guesswork out of that because people are basically doing the supplement roulette these days. Well, Dr. Oz says, this is really good. I'm going to take that. My sister-in-law says, this is really good for me. I'll take that. But how do you know for sure that that's the right thing for you? Because we're all different. We're supposed to be at an ideal that's for, for optimal, you know, um, productivity. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like not just productivity at work. I want, I was struggling with the word because I'm like, well, it's, it's life living your life, li playing, not, not just showing up to volleyball, but being able to jump and spike and hit that ball. You know, it's like, that's the level of performance that we want, but we've settled for this. And so if you want to, if you want to build up the body and make it more fortified, it's a little bit of a guesswork if you don't know about mineral balancing. And so that's where my specialty lies is like, let's get the body out of the way, strengthen it so that the immune system is running on all pistons so that your hormones are doing what they should without you having to take bioidentical hormones. Cause there's, there's a whole story about that. That it's like, it's ridiculous once you realize how the body actually works, but it can't, it can heal itself. If you give your body what it needs mm -hmm. and you don't need to do it with a drug. 
that's very, very interesting. And that we can look to see what is it that we need and supplement it, looking at food as medicine, looking at nutrition as medicine, which is um, really aligned to how I handle a lot of my own health challenges when they present themselves is looking at it from that perspective. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's something that we've somehow veered away from thinking that the, uh, especially in America, the the medical institution of, well, doc, I have this problem, tell me what's wrong, and then give me a drug to fix it. It's broken. And a lot of people are coming to that conclusion that that is not a full and comprehensive picture of health. To be symptom free is not healthy. Mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's living in vitality, having the ability to process your day, to have a great time with your friends and family, to enjoy life, to be in joy all the time, and then find your happiness somewhere within that. It takes energy to do that. Yeah, yeah, it does. And and it's not that we're saying, you know, we're looking at the balance. It's not that we're saying that one profession or one method is it's not the right method. It's that we need to find a way, I think, to complement each other. And I think a lot of times we focus so much on the symptoms. You and I were talking about that earlier. We focus so much on the symptoms because that's the emergency. You know, I have this migraine, I have this issue, I have this infertility, I have this. So there's a symptom, there's something we're treating, but something is causing it. It's it's uh, it's almost like a computer and something's off with a wire somewhere or some <laughs> short circuiting somewhere. You know, you could fix this little thing, but you got to figure out what's causing the laptop to overheat. Same thing with our bodies. We can take medicine for the migraine and think of things to avoid it, but what's causing it? What's really, really at the root cause of this so that I can eradicate this forever if possible? Yeah. And, and I, I want to say one one thing and then tell you a story. It's funny. The um, my I was my very first career was in information technology, oh. and so computer <laughs> computers was what I did for a living. Networking, all you know, making them network, making them communicate, um, and taking software that somebody found on their lunch break and making it working over a network, which you're not supposed to do, but I did. It's like crazy things, right? So you want to you want to find out how the environment of of your computer affects what it is. Anyways, it's the same thing with human bodies. And it's really interesting how we as a human have created these these computers that model how we actually do work. (laughs) It's very interesting. (laughs) So I want want to talk about that when it comes to the symptoms. Um, I, I tell this little, little antidote to kind of really put it into perspective. If your body is in such a place environmentally, internally, you know, the, the too many toxins, um, things running around like bacteria, viruses that are causing inflammation. That's a common word everybody throws around, but really doesn't know what it means. It's like, we have a lot of things uh, that we have to overcome every day. So if we're, if our body is currently a swamp that allows for the growth of moss, right? And moss is all of the different issues that we could come up with, the, the chronic fatigue, the anxiety, the insomnia, et cetera. And so imagine the little moss inside of our little ecosystem of a swamp. And we get into a boat, we go to see the doctor, right? And we say, well, let's let's get rid of this symptom, which is really the communication of the body saying, this is what's wrong with me. And we cut it out. We cut out the, the moss, right? And we go through and we go through the entire swamp. We're now moss-free, no more symptoms. It's still a swamp. And guess what? Those symptoms, that moss is going to grow right back because that's the environment. And so unless we change the environment and you can do that, I see it every day. I did it with myself. Um, Unless you change the environment, 
you will continue to have the same problems. Mm -hmm. So change, change our internal environment. We have to do that. And I'm guessing that's not just with nutrition. There's more to it than just what we eat. It, it's interesting. It all starts with the body. So if we can um, get the human body, the, the physical form and function to be ideal, mm -hmm. then you realize along the way uh, with what I call, some people call them healing crises. I call them healing reactions. I say congratulations. It, it's a body's changing to a positive. We're getting rid of things to overcome. That's, that's, that's the good news. Less energy, right? And <clears throat> more more effort then can be targeted towards clearing out those things that keep us energetically stuck. And what does that mean? Well, maybe you had a divorce and you're still dealing with the fallout of all of that energetically, but don't realize that you've moved on. You've maybe married twice other times. Well, maybe you're dating the same guy in a different meat suit over and over again. You're having the same experience. It's like, what does this have to do with health? Everything, because our external world reflects our internal world. And so if we don't have the energy to process out old emotions, core wounds, figure out our life lessons, move on from feeling stuck, not to mention the depression mode that so many people are in uh, as a result of living through COVID. And we've all gone in it the same way, but we have not emerged the same way and it's still not over. So how do you deal with the stress? And this gives you that fortified body to be able to deal with all of that stress, to process the emotions, to have the difficult conversations, to feel clear, if you will, in your mind. So it's that ability to think a certain way and then feel good about that um, and not feel like you're doing things out of obligation. And that makes a huge difference for your joy and joy guess what is a healing energy <laughs> so you see how it all is looped together yep. so bring more joy into our lives we need joy <laughs> we need joy and we need minerals and we just need to know which ones yeah okay very interesting so tell me a little bit more what else do you do through the elevate institute or some examples of of ways that we can use more of this holistic approach to improving our lives yeah, so it, it really is about learning how to listen and interpret the communication of the body. And everybody has a little bit different um, communication style. Every every Everybody's body, let me define that. So we have our consciousness that thinks that we know what our bodies need. And we're like, oh, I need coffee. I need to get awake. awake. And the body's really saying, I don't have enough fuel, right? So I teach people how to fish. Remember that old adage of you can give a, a, a man a fish or you can teach them to fish, right? So I teach how to fish. I teach how to, how do you communicate with your body? Do you use kinesiology? Do you use meditation? Do you use automatic writing? We find a way to tap into that subconscious and learn how is the body communicating so that I can give it what it needs. I love my clients, but I don't want them with me for life. Go learn and then I'll see you, right? Just tell me, tell me when you have a problem, I'll be here. But People, they'll spend, and it sounds like a long time, but when you spend your whole life building up problems in your body, you need a couple of years mm -hmm. to make the minor changes with your lifestyle, to understand your habits and what you're doing to yourself unknowingly that are causing problems in the first place, you know, to make those little changes along the way and rebuild the body physically takes a couple of years. Once that's done, now you're, now you're set for the rest of your life. This is work that lasts far beyond the few years that we spend together. This is stuff that you can take with you to stay not just alive, but to stay off of medications if you want to later in life. 
Very powerful because it's it's about our long term health. It's about uh, finding fine tuning things so that we can get rid of the swamp and be able to check in with ourselves over time to make sure we're still in the right place and creating a better life for ourselves as we get older because we really want to do whatever we can to have the best life possible as now, but as we age also to not um, find ourselves constrained because of too many health issues if we can avoid it or being able to find the right balance in life if we do have any chronic um, health issues. Absolutely. Well said. Yeah. The, the idea is to live a quality life, not just an old life. I mean, do you, how do you want to spend your last 10 years of life in a nursing home that you don't remember anybody? Alzheimer's, dementia, they can be helped. They can be prevented. And a lot of that is work that you could do through detoxing and mineral balancing. It, it, it's all your choice. Uh, I like, so I like how you said it, but I also like how you put your face right there because you're saying, <laughs> the tools are there. It's your choice to make the changes and to come up with a plan and follow that plan for success. Um, you also touched about uh, upon something that I've been working through a lot, which is uh, dementia. And we're seeing increases in the number of percentage of cases of dementia. And I'm using dementia instead of Alzheimer's to be more um, inclusive of different things. And I myself am caring for someone with dementia right now and see it in my family. So it's it's one of those topics that always interests me. And so you're saying that's part of the swamp issue. If we can clear the swamp, we might be able to eliminate or not allow that to develop as much in our systems. Yeah, there's there are different uh, schools of thought that I have you know, on my website, it says, think differently. Uh, uh, Come with me. Let's go on a journey here because (laughs) it is, it is different, you know, dementia and Alzheimer's, it, it, it's affected by the physical body, you know, our, our brain's ability to link up to the memories that aren't stored here, but are linked with like, like website links, they go to the ether where our memories are stored. That's my belief system. And what I've seen is true. So when we have a buildup of aluminum, specifically and especially in the body, we've noticed that there's a propensity towards developing dementia and Alzheimer's. And I can't tell you the number of times um, I've had a client who was so excited. She sees the, the aluminum coming out of her test or his test. You know, we can see it. We can see the, the, the toxic metal leaving the body by looking at these tests. And next thing I know, they brought their husband or their wife or their daughter. And they're like, I know they've got it too. I want to keep them from getting these problems. Let's get rid of it. It's, it's a it's a huge issue. People want to retain their memories. They've lived their life. They want to keep it. And this gives them a leg up. It gives them a possibility to be able to do that as opposed to thinking, I can't do anything about it. I guess I'm just going to get old. And I think everything that comes with getting old is going to happen to me. Why would you lay down like that? If you had an ability to change that, the, 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 probabilities wouldn't you do something about it and these people are doing it so the ones who find me are the ones who are ready they're they're not sitting there going well my doctor says or oh it's been in my family oh if you don't understand my sister has it my mom has it of course they do because mineral imbalances and toxins pass from mother to child in the womb it's not genetic it is congenial it has everything to do with your environment so if you can change it why not Mm-hmm. And it's very aligned to some of the scientific concepts where you need to change the environment as well. They're looking at alcohol and food and lifestyle and negative energy and stress and how that relates to it. So it's another way to show how this all kind of comes together to create a holistic 
plan for you to have a better life, better quality life. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it starts with the hair. Uh, I just, mineral balancing is done through hair testing. So I say it starts with the hair, but really as we go, we're detoxing the home. We're looking at makeup that women use on their face. And sometimes men are using it now too, because they're having to cover up the dark circles and the weird complexion. Uh, use of makeup for men is on the rise. That's very interesting to me. Uh, how you cook at home, when you drive, how do you have your settings for your air conditioning? Are you breathing in the exhaust or are you filtering it out. The, and here's my favorite saying is like with water, especially you can get a good filter or you can be one. Mm. <laughs> that's a little scary, <laughs> but it, put, it brings the point home. And it, that's what we do for the whole, that's why it takes a couple of years. We're doing this for the whole house, your whole environment from work to home, what you put on your body in the shower, what you shampoo with all of this makes a difference. It's cumulative. Every little thing that you do makes a difference over time. Yeah. So, um, so what's the alternative to water? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the filter. I just put the. <laughs> it just got me on that one. Even my marker got stuck in my hair. <laughs> you know, I, I I'm really I'm really big on kiss. Right, keep it simple. Silly, call it silly. Um, yeah, filtered water with carbon filter that works just fine. It doesn't have to be expensive. I stay away from alkaline waters, distilled waters, and reverse osmosis, and stick with just spring water. Mm -hmm. so, Out of curiosity, why stay away from alkaline water with the higher pH balance? I have seen. Okay, so this is a really great question, and I love the conversation because our alkalinity within our body is different for each body part. Mm -hmm. The stomach and the brain are both acidic. So as soon as you put alkaline in, now you're diluting your digestive juices and you don't have the power to break down the food that you just ate, that you just spent all that money on organic food. Now you're drinking alkaline water and it diminishes all that acid. The acid is supposed to be there, right? So here's another way to look at things differently. Here's another way to look at alkalinity. The Alkalinity level within your body is determined by guess what? Your minerals. So if you think of each little area, the stomach, the brain, the muscles, the liver, the kidneys, everybody has its own makeup, right? It's got its own recipe, if you will. And that recipe determines the pH level. So your mineral combination determines your pH level. Mm. So Here's the second part to this conversation. I, I know that that's that's like a whole new different way of looking at alkalinity, but I, I can see it. <laughs> I see so, it in my face. I'm like, oh. I can see it. Yeah. So this really makes sense to you, right? So here's here's the other thing. Um, I've had folks that started with me and they're like, oh, you'd be so proud of me. I got a whole home filter. It's alkaline water. It's this machine. Everybody knows it. You've heard the word starts with the K. I'm not going to diss it. It's a great filter. But when you take that, so I, I, I says, okay, I had this whole conversation with her about what I just had with you. And I says, you can do it. You want to try it? Go ahead. And so she had, we had her first test, her first hair test, and it was showing minerals at a certain level. We did her retest four months later and all of her nutrient minerals were leaving the body. So the, yeah, the alkalinity level, when it's too high, it tricks the body into thinking it has what it needs and it dumps its electrolytes. Oh. So in process of drinking high alkaline water, you're demineralizing your body. Didn't we just say that minerals are the most important thing that are part of us? 
So there's people who go from drinking coffee and juices to just water and they feel great on on the alkaline water because that's all they're drinking, they're switching. But at first they do. And I find individuals that come to me a year or two later into it and they're coming to me with things like macular degeneration, dehydration. It's interesting, the level of the, the little things. And they'll ask me, what do, you, what do you think it is? I was had perfect health until now. And uh, I had this one gentleman who played golf up until the age of 82. I think he was, he was a, a year, yeah, he was very aged and he never had to wear glasses. And now he's complaining. I've got macular degeneration. I don't know what's wrong with me. So we spent 15 minutes over lunch discussing what it could be troubleshooting it this is where my it work comes in <laughs> troubleshooting. like all right well let's let's see is it this is it your food is it your lifestyle what's changed nothing nothing and i and finally it dawned on me i go what kind of water are you drinking just and he gets all excited oh i bought this machine and i've been drinking it and it's great and i'm like mm-hmm. okay so how about you do me a favor i don't think you need my services i think you need to stop drinking that water at that alkalinity you can turn down the dial on most of the alkaline machines to regular. The I think it's 7.2 would be alkaline, right? Uh, neutral. So I says, turn it down for 30 days. Here's my email. Let me know how you feel in 30 days. So I got an email through the grapevine from him. You won't believe this. 30 days only. And I stopped drinking that water and my eyesight returned and I'm back to playing golf. Oh, Wow. The doctors are talking about doing surgery on him. So there, there, there are instances where you really have to be careful what you put in your body, um, even though you're told it's great for you. Is it really, is my question. Is it really? <laughs> and I think I think what's, we, we go too far, you know, a pH of um, maybe 10, and we all think we should always be drinking 10 and or nine, um, you know, I, I think we we also tone it up too much for certain things that we try. So finding the right balance is very important in all of this. Yeah, you know, good, good, we have this, this idea that good is good um, in this amount. So more of good must be better. And, and I'm like, no. <laughs> no, just, just like curb your enthusiasm, which is really good. Uh, name title of a, of, of a show, but it, it really, it really does talk about what's going on with our bodies. Like give it fuel, think of food differently. We have too much of an attachment emotionally to what we think food should be. And it's supposed to give us this. It's like, to, it's like thinking that we can only get health by going to doctors. We put way too much pressure on them to know everything they can't, and they don't. And, and it's okay. Uh, if I sever my finger, I'm going to go to the hospital room with my, and I'm going to want a doctor who knows surgery to put things back together. I'm not going to go to a shaman go, Oh, I I'm losing blood. It, it, that doesn't make sense. Use the appropriate medical resource for the appropriate problem. That's all I can say about that. <laughs> no, that's, that's great advice. And actually, this is a perfect segue because we've been talking a lot about the work you do through, Ele- through the Elevate Institute, but you also have a podcast. Do you want to talk a little bit about your podcast and the work you do there? Sure. Yeah, it's educational. And it's it's called When Doctors Say We Don't Know. I was on stage and I was talking to a, a group of people and I said that, I said, it's funny how you go to a doctor and they just say, we don't know. And everybody's eyeballs were like, yeah, I've been there. And I thought, oh, I, I need to interview people. So I interview individuals who are on their health journey, who have been in that position of receiving the word from a doctor or medical person of, of, of sorts. We, we really don't know what to do with you. You're, 
you're an anomaly. <laughs> that makes you feel real good. Um, doctors from all over the world, not just here in the States, but uh, everywhere. I've, I have interviewed people from various walks of life and um, holistic medicine practitioners, um, e- even those that are energetic, like uh, Reiki, um, shaman, um, gosh, to, to rolfing. If you don't know what rolfing is, that's it, like learn, learn about these different modalities that are available to you because there's a time when you need them. And so that's what the show is all about. It's like, let's educate. And, and if people can hear themselves, their problems in others' stories of progression, they're more likely to get the help they need rather than sitting in silence and suffering. And that's the purpose of the podcast is hear, hear your story. Maybe you can hear your story in that and at least find the next step to your healing path. I can't tell you the number of times I have on my own healing journey um, heard from switching through channels at the time we had, you know, the, the, the channel changer, right? I don't know if <laughs> that anymore, but anyways, uh, I came across a lady who was talking about gut health and she was really describing what it was for her to have candida problems. And I started to cry. I'm like, oh, I've had so many doctors tell me it was all in my head. And here she is on TV, no less talking about my experience. And she's just like me. And it gave me a first step. And so find that, find what makes sense to you. Find that first step. Be um, be the, the person in your own journey who's the hero, right? And find individuals who have been where you've been, yes. had what you have, and are now healthier in a way that you want to be. It, it all has to align because if you start working with people that don't align with you, you're not going to have a very good result. Yeah. And, and and it goes back, you know, it goes to this idea, don't do it alone. I, I think a lot of us kind of just hear the information, take the diagnosis, feel a certain way, slip more and more into the burnout mode. And, and we do it alone and we don't talk to people. And I know I'm guilty of that myself. I don't talk enough. Don't do it alone. Do the research. Find people who've been in similar situations. Make the connections. Get the help. Use a more holistic approach. Don't just use one resource. Use multiple resources to help you get to where you want to be. Yeah. Use your doctor as an advisory board, not as your end result. And I say that in all due respect, because I think... I think that's a lifting of the pressure off of their shoulders so that they feel respected for their, their word. And they also aren't taking on the responsibility 100% for your health because they're not supposed to, it's yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we got to take ownership of our health. And that that's another important message for today's conversation. Um, we've talked about so many um, interesting topics and I think we need to talk soon. I have some, <laughs> some interesting issues to bring to you from my own <laughs> life, but um, balance is key. Getting rid of the swamp in our bodies is key. Using a holistic approach. We talked about that. A lot of conversations around burnout, which I think across the U.S., many of us have experienced or are experiencing that now at different levels. Um, lots of great topics um, covered today. I want to see if you had any final tips, advice, or if you want to share anything else that I didn't get a chance to ask you in the interview. Sure. Yeah, I, I have a free offer. So on my website, on the very front page of it, uh, before you even scroll, if you go to theelevateinstitute.com, you'll see a free Chinese face reading. So this with your selfie, you take a picture of yourself, send it to me. No makeup, ladies and gentlemen, no makeup. And, and I can tell if there's something serious going on with your heart, 
your kidneys, your liver, your spleen, if you're hydrated enough, and if you're living in your purpose. So these are all things I can see just by looking at a few things on your face. And I oh, provide wow. my own eyes on your picture and I'll give you a personal reading. Okay. So I need to take a picture later today <laughs> and check that out. Um, uh, very interesting to see how that works. So definitely I'll take you up on that offer. And for our listeners, all these resources that we mentioned, the website and the links that we've discussed, those are all going to be in the description section of this episode. So depending on your platform, you could just click on the link or you might have to copy and paste the link into a web browser and go check that out. But I definitely encourage you to check out the Elevate Institute, uh, this free resource. Thank you so much, Eva, for offering that as well to us. And to um, you know, just keep exploring this health journey. You want to empower yourself to live your best life possible. Um, and Eva, um, thank you so much for joining us today. This was very informative. Um, I definitely learned a lot. I have a couple of things I need to look at in my kitchen. Start, I have to start there. <laughs> <laughs> Nonstick cooking pans. I'm telling you what, that's the aluminum right there. Yes, yes. Um, there's a lot out there on just that, the nonstick cooking pans for you to look out. There are lots of documentaries and resources for you to read, but there's there's just a lot in the kitchen that helps create the swamp in our body. So I'm going to do a little deep dive into my kitchen this weekend and do a little cleaning and make sure I'm I'm not creating a swamp in my body through my food. Inspired. That's what I want to hear. There we are. <laughs> so I'm hopefully, I, know, I hope this interview was inspirational for all of you that you got something out of it. I just want to thank Eva one more time for joining us for coffee and an interview. It's been truly a pleasure to talk to you today about this topic and to learn more about the Elevate Institute and your podcast. Thank you for being with us. Thanks for having me.